Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. As I introduce our guest for today, you guys are going to be like, what does this woman not do? She is truly one of a kind. So this episode is with Christy Gayton. She is a entrepreneur, investor, creator, author, mom of three boys. She is the CEO of Start Brand and other e-commerce companies, and she's a commercial and residential developer. She really thrives on motivating others towards achieving their version of success and loves helping others create systems in their life that actually work work. She is an expert on productivity, organization, small business, and systems for financial management. And she's been a sought after keynote speaker and featured in publications such as Forbes and entrepreneur.com. She really has this no excuse tone and relatable story, which you guys are going to hear today. She is no stranger to struggle. She is passionate at helping others create a plan, get organized and start, or she likes to say restart. It's really never too late. She even helps small businesses optimize their efforts through systems and branding. She speaks at private company events and even universities such as Harvard. Christy holds a financial and business degree from Kennesaw State University, and she attested vast business and life experience that is giving her this degree where growth was fortified from struggle. You guys are going to love this episode with Christy. We're going to dive into productivity, organization, real life, how to know when your system is off balance and what are some things you can do to restart today. I hope you guys like this episode. Be sure to share with your friends and thanks as always for tuning in. Okay, guys, I am super excited for this episode because I personally need all the organization tips. You guys have heard me talk. I have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, three business locations. Life is chaotic. And Christy, who is on this show today, I feel like we are so incredibly similar. We actually just pulled up and had the same white Yukon which is hilarious to me. Uh, But she has three kids and she has started multiple businesses. So we are going to get so many good tips and tricks. And then Christy is open about sharing some of the personal things in her life too. So we're going to dive into single life, divorces, all of the things as it relates to health and wellness. So welcome, Christy. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Tell me, first of all, like what got you to start Start Brands and the uh, agendas and the organization and what got you into that in the first place? So I've always had a knack for organization, loving systems. If I see something broken or not working as efficiently as possible, I'm like, how can I fix it? Um, it's but My brain has been that way from a young, young age. Um, in 2015, to back up, gosh, almost a decade, which is crazy, At this point, I was a wedding photographer and I was teaching creative entrepreneurs how to run their business. I'm actually trained in finance. So I think about things from a very analytical, financial, calculated way, but I have this like creative side to me um, that's like an outlet. So it's like this weird mix. 
And then in 2015, um, I was speaking somewhere and I ran into someone about the idea of wanting to create a planner that, you know, kind of works for functional life and all these different things. Um, and we created Start, basically Planner is what it was called back then. It was, still is the Start Planner, but we have kind of evolved to a bunch of different starts. So we're known as the Start Brands now. And the Start Planner, if you guys haven't seen it, I love it. I actually got one gifted to me when we spoke together. I don't know if you remember that, but I think you handed out the Start Planners I did. for everybody at the conference. I did. I do remember that. And it was my first experience with the Start Planner. And I was like, I love this. And I am still, I have to have things on paper. Like I, no matter how much technology has advanced, it's like, I still have to write things. So I still have an agenda in my bag. But what are some things, as your life has become more chaotic, what have you found is some of the best strategies to keep your life organized? Is it writing things down? Is it looking at your schedule in advance, time blocking? Like share some of your tips and tricks to kind of keep you sane. So let me, let me back up and say this. I think we all struggle with overstimulation. 100%. I think more technology, the more kind of we're overstimulated, we open up our phone to to go to a list, right? And then we're like, oh, we're, we're scrolling on social media. Like that's, and again, it just becomes a time stuck. So going back to the pen and paper, like that's how our brains work to process things, to vision out things. I'm very much a visionary. I need to see things. I need to write it. And I think it's also a level of accountability. Um, I'm also ADHD. So I am someone that can be really hyper-focused, get a like, I feel like I can work a full hour, you know, full 40-hour work week and a six-hour span if I'm just focused. And um, that is something that the planner helps me to do is, is writing it out. But here's the thing. The, the more that I've done this, the more that I've spoken on different stage, stages, been in, in different audiences... I think that if you were in a room with a thousand people, I've literally been in a room with a thousand people and I've asked them how many people feel distracted, overstimulated, literally 95% of the room. So can you classify all those people as ADHD? Probably not. Um, and so I even say I'm ADHD. I don't even know if I am. We're overstimulated. It's part of the human condition these days. So we are supposed to be uh, all these different things, these friends, these business owners, these working of corporate, balancing motherhood, balancing all these different things. And it's not easy. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that. And ultimately, in different seasons of my life, I've realized this season I was doing this really well, but this kind of fell to the wayside. This season I was doing this really well. So like, I'm actually the author of Start Balancing and uh, they want me to write another version. I just don't feel like I'm called yet to do it because the version that I... What all I wrote back in 2017, 2018 in that book stands true. And I actually pulled it from the bookshelves. It stands true and 100% stand behind it because I was very honest that balance is a hard, hard thing. But I would write it so different now in a different tone because actually my journey has been finding my balance and finding who I am and what I'm meant to stand for and what my purpose is. And I don't always do it well, um, no matter what people think or, or see. Uh, balance is a hard thing. And I know what you represent is health. And really, and I'm going to say this to, to women, because I know we both have a strong connection to women. I stand for someone that wants people to be able to make calculated decisions, financial decisions, and empowered decisions. Um, but I've also lived a life where I know what it's like to have health impact and it takes away from productivity. Oh yes. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been, been, like I said, been in different seasons where I'm like, okay, this is something that I need to reel back in, get in check. Cause this is affecting this, this is affecting that. Um, and mental health uh, is such a, a thing that 
is so relevant. Um, mm-hmm. And all of these different things that are stimulants impacts that. And I'm someone that heavily believes, uh, and you and I haven't even had this conversation, but I heavily believe if you're mentally not in a healthy space, you physically won't be either. Exactly. We actually had on one of the earlier episodes this season, we talked about highly sensitive people and how this is on such a rise because of all the stimulation, exactly what you're talking about, this hyper arousal state that gets us out of that window of opportunity, right? Like when we hang out in hyper arousal all the time, we aren't functioning at our fullest potential. And I always love this bell curve. You've probably seen it of stress. And you have on one side of the bell curve, you have the bore out like where you're not performing your best, your stress is too low, right? And then you have this peak of the bell curve where you're performing your best. Your stress is mediocre, but you are doing phenomenal. And then you can go downward into the burnout. And so I always am evaluating where am I on that bell curve? Am I moving towards burnout? Am I in a hypoarousal state too much? And how do I put enough Thankfully, I've never been in bore out. I think my lifestyle would not allow me to be there. Me and Chrissy are very similar. We have a lot of different things on our plate at all different times. So I've never experienced the bore out. Nope. (laughs) But I can feel when I slip into that, okay, hyper arousal, overstimulated. And one of the things I talk about in entrepreneurial groups a lot is just checking in on how you're actually feeling. Like when we talk about mindset and mental health, I feel like doers are always doing and they're never, and I'm a doer. So like, I don't spend time reflecting on how is my energy? How is my mental health? How have I been sleeping? Do you realize I've been reacting? All of this stuff you're saying is like, that's why our start planner is different. It literally has evaluating your energy on a daily basis, evaluating your sleep on a daily basis. All of these things affect productivity, your water intake, your mental state, your, your, your gratitude, all that's why like that the planner is like the the star planner is the way that it is not because it's like, Oh, it's because no, I know what it's like it to be hard. And talking about the bell curve too. I think a lot of people are in, I feel like I've been in a mode of fight or flight. Like, um, I have had, I've been on this journey for the last going on five years, of learning what it's like to carry a weight, being a single mom, uh, being the sole provider for my children, feeling like I have no backup plan. Mm-hmm. And when that is something that's a real thing, a lot of those weights, you don't even realize they're added on. It can honestly put you in like a hyper overdrive. You don't know how to rest. You are constantly working. You're constantly, and so many people are like, how many do you have so many different companies? It's not like, oh, I was just bored, you know? Um, yes, it's kind of a pattern for me because I love creation. I love uh, I love seeing progress. I love seeing all those things. And I am what you, as you said earlier, a serial entrepreneur. I love those things. I'm passionate about it. But it's also, you know, when one thing wasn't working, homegirl had to hustle. And so it's been a level of learning learning what it feels like to rest. Um, I spent way too much money last year on a bed. And people are like, they judged me hard. I'm like, this bed is so that I can sleep. Yes. But it like to even say that out loud, like no bed is going to help you sleep. Like the amount of money that I spent on it was just stupid. (laughs) No, Christy, you need to rebuild your routine. You need to take care of your mental health. You need to take a break. You need to rest. You need to learn better boundaries. Like you need to realize, and it's been a journey for me of realizing all of these different things. So I feel like talking about the overstimulation, I feel like we all have different things, different seasons. It's, it's giving yourself grace for understanding where you're at being grateful for that season, but also like, okay, here's where I'm at. What's serving me? What's not? What is giving me energy? What's taking from me? Um, What am I meant to do? What is my purpose? Like, 
and then stepping in that direction on a daily basis. Like what can help? Um, and I've gone through seasons of like, you, you would meet me and I'm the most decisive. Like this is let's go. Let's like leader. And then the other seasons where I'm like, can someone please just tell me what to do? Yes. And I think it's, it's something we're classifying as like, it's the human condition. We're normal. Like how do you recognize, because you mentioned you feel like you've been in fight or flight. So I kind of have two. One, how do you recognize when you've been in fight or flight too long? And what are some of the tools you've used to kind of pull yourself out of that state? Huh. So a lot of times I don't think you realize you're in it. Um, that's where I think having people in your life that know you and kind of can see you and call you out, uh, it, it's a powerful, powerful thing. Um, because I didn't realize I was in it for a long, long time. When I now I now am more self-aware, and I think that's part of our growth, right, is learning what we need, our self-awareness, how are we shifting, how can we get back? Um, I think now I, I know boundaries. I know, like, for me, I allowed too much alcohol. I, I moved to the lake. Like, a lot of things have shifted in my life. Um, and I allowed too much alcohol, which affected my productivity, which affected my patterns. Um, I don't live in a place. I live on land away from everyone, which I, I feel like is meant for me. But I now cannot walk out of my house and go to the gym across the street. It's now a process. It's now an effort. It's now, but I feel my best when I'm taking care of my body and, and going to the yogas and doing the classes and different things. So it's, it's always a shift in just like little things being aware. So I think it's accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also someone that like, I feel like, I guess I could classify myself as a leader. Like, I feel like people see you differently than you see yourself. And I feel like we all don't give ourselves enough credit on what we're capable of. But I can sit here and whole honestly say my health is not, you know, it's not where, it's not at my peak. Um, And I know what I need to do to shift it. But you're also interviewing me. I just got back from the Dominican Republic, (laughs) all-inclusive resort, uh, which is something that I haven't done in a year which I could have done a million times over. And I sometimes, I sometimes get done with a checklist and I go to the next checklist. Yes. Um, so, and I know that about myself. I'm self-aware. And I know that also my level of, um, I call myself a rabbit. Like I'm a sprinter. I'm someone that likes to sprint on something, go after it, hit like, and then be able to like move. Um, and so I think we're all set up differently and recognizing that too and it's really easy to get on social media or be in friend groups and compare yourself to someone else mm-hmm. um, or compare where you're at in your life to someone else or think, oh, well, this is where you're at. And this is, and I'm like, I, no, like it's, you should not do that. Do not go down that. Like, cause we're all where we're at. And I think that's where we're meant to be for a reason. I think you're, even if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to it for a reason. Um, and so that's just, I'm a big believer in that, that things happen and alignments happen when they're meant to happen for reasons. And I love the, like, we're all designed different because this is something I see. I have always been someone that handles stress really well. I have a lot of flaws, right? Like tons of flaws. We could spend a whole episode talking about my problem areas. But one is like, I don't lose sleep, right? Like I can handle my stress load or my stress threshold is so different than someone else. And as a leader, I've always have to recognize that too. Why is that? Um, 
you know, why can I have a higher stress threshold? You know, I think it's one, I'm a visionary. So I always am looking at the future. So I don't get bogged down by immediate. And I'm also not detail oriented. And I don't stress about being perfect. I'm okay with being a minus to be able to do more at the same time. And I see a lot of the people that I work with, um, just personally, my friends that are like A plus only, you know, we talk about this on the Enneagram, like, you know, the one, a reformer or a three, the achiever, they will spend a lot of their energy and time making sure A, it's perfect. And also thinking about the things in the past they didn't do as well as they should have. And so their threshold is already being filled up with things from the past. Sure. When I look at my mind, I don't even remember something I did in the past normally. Like, I think that is probably a good thing and a bad thing. I'm like, man, I, I feel like I could probably like have a lot more life lessons and maybe not make the same mistake over and over again if I dwelled on my mistakes a little bit more. But I don't. I am always thinking about the future. But do you feel future. like you're always there? Because I'm a visionary, so I feel like I live in the future, but I feel like I stress. There, There's seasons where I'm stressing right now. There's seasons where I'm like, I don't care and I'm just going. So I feel like... I don't know if you've, you've looked into like human design, but I'm a projector. Yes. So I feel like me knowing myself, I'm a projector, depending on who I'm around, the season that I'm in or whatever, um, I can be what you just said. Uh, I feel like I grew up in chaos. I have three siblings, two entrepreneur parents. So I feel like my threshold a lot of times is also from my upbringing and my life and the seasons, what it is. So yes, I feel like I can handle stress and pressure that most women, like they look at what I do and they're like, I could never. Yes. But... I feel like I've been in other seasons where, you know, something is struggling. I'm emotionally not my best and whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, again, that someone tell me what to do, right? So, but I feel like so much of that goes back to the things in your life that are off balance, right? Like maybe the drinking more alcohol or not prioritizing bedtime. So like I just had this week, I had a day where I was so overwhelmed by stress, which is not a familiar feeling for me. I was like, I literally feel like I could sit here and cry. I'm not a crier. I'm not emotional. I handle stress really well. And I was like, what is going on? And then I remembered, oh, my two-year-old, I didn't sleep. I did not sleep at all the night before. I got one hour of sleep. Seriously, that was not a joke. Of course, my stress tolerance is so much smaller. So that's an extreme example of my two-year-old keeping me up all night. But this is like presented in so many different people's lives. Like, are we staying hydrated? Are we not over-caffeinating? Are we exercising? Are we keeping our blood sugar balanced? Are we saying, hey, enough is enough. I've got to go to bed, right? Are we turning off electronics? Are we decreasing our stimulation? People tell me all the time, this is like one of my favorite things. Well, you probably saw I posted this on Instagram. I'm like, no, I have like no idea what anybody else is doing because I don't spend time. I know if I start getting on Instagram, it's going to fill my mind with things that I don't have the ability right now to focus on. Right. So those are like where I put up my boundaries. I had to get rid of TikTok. TikTok for me was like, I've never even downloaded it. Don't. I did download it, but I never even went in. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fall in that trap. TikTok is like, it's got the cool, you learn so many cool things. That was a problem. <laughs> I like learned how to like, I'm like sitting here, I have no makeup on, but I learned how to like put makeup on on TikTok. I like, it's like the YouTube of quick, fast videos. So I would like spend so much time getting down this. I'm like, I don't have the time to spend on this. So I was like, no more. I'm not even going to log into TikTok. But I think what I have found over the years, and I'm, I know you have experienced this yourself, is there are people personality-wise that are going to thrive under pressure. There's personalities that are going to shut down under pressure. There's stress thresholds that will shift depending on what other stressors are in your life. And so I think this goes back to the start planner and going back of how's my energy, how's my sleep, is evaluating which of your gears is off balance at that moment and what do you need to do to get them back in balance to rewiden your stress threshold. And I guess what I can sit here and say, if I had this conversation 10 years ago, my 
tolerance. Um, I was in, I was married then. Um, it might not have been the right relationship, but it was a stable in my life. I knew that XYZ was taken care of. I also think for a lot of people, they don't know, they don't have job security. They don't have relationship security. They don't have all these different things. It's like, how do I move if I feel uncomfortable anywhere? Yes. So I feel like for a lot of people, it's easy to say, well, well, you have this or you have that. And I feel like I couldn't have had this conversation 10 years ago because I didn't live a life where I, I, I haven't had job security. I haven't had this. I haven't had that. And I've had, I've been on this journey of, of learning how to manage it. And it, um, I will honestly say I've not always managed it well. Um, and that's where the given the self-grace, accountability, and starting with little things and, and realizing when you are reaching that tolerance um, or realizing when you need to just shut something down. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just... So you have found exercise mm-hmm. has been a very key component. You can tell when you're off balance if you're not getting your regular exercise in. I can tell that mentally. I yes. can, yes, like mental, physical, all like I will not be the most energetic, productive version of myself without some sort of, uh, and I grew up with doing sports. So I also think it's my time that I go and I turn my brain off. Um, so it's kind of, I, I'm told what to do, if that makes sense. I find this so interesting because I'm very similar and, um, some people exercise makes everybody feel better, right? What was legally blonde? Like exercise increases endorphins. Endorphins make you feel good, right? Like we know this is true for everybody, but I always think about my mind. I align with being very ADHD, never formally diagnosed, never took medication for it. I overcaffeinate to manage it. I know that caffeine focuses me and it settles my hyperactive brain down. So I I do realize I drink too much coffee, but I use that in place of an Adderall of Ivance. But if you talk to someone with ADHD, what calms their mind is physically pushing themselves. So stimulation, right? Like ADHD, we find stimulation one way or another. Like it's caffeine quieting our mind. It's exercise stimulating our body to allow our mind to rest, right? Right. Like I just think this is like such a interesting thing that I'm still navigating is as an ADHD person, my it's a stimulation everywhere, but stimulation can ground me. But I also want to say, like, uh, from a health perspective, I my journey is long there. I have done many things. Actually, we spoke at a health conference. At that time, I had a health supplement company. Um, I don't even know if you remember this. I, I don't. Had my, uh, I was one of the first leaders that basically had breast augmentation taken out. Okay. I was on Fox 5. It went viral. Um, I was part of, like, the original board that, like, now that when you go get a breast augmentation, so basically my body was, like, rejecting yes. it. It was just toxic overload. So I'm going to say this, I can really feel, and I think more people are sensitive than not. Like if this room had mold we were sitting in, like, let's be real, the mold is going to affect us, but it's going to affect us differently at different time spans um, and even in different ways and characteristics. From a health perspective, our toxic loads are all very, very different. If we're eating toxic food, if we are not getting enough water that will help like flush that out. Um, I have, a, you know, a very expensive shower unit, a very expensive uh, water system underneath my sink, because that is something that I know if I'm not getting enough water and I'm not getting enough sleep, and if I'm intaking too much stuff, it slows down my liver, I'm, I'm doing, I'm in toxic overload. Do you know what happens to my ADHD? It skyrockets. Literally skyrockets. Yeah. There was a point last year, I distinctively remember calling someone and I'm like, can I borrow one of your Adderalls? I was that desperate. Yes. I have never wanted to take that or be supplement, but I was literally that desperate. 
And I realized it was actually just my toxic uh, levels. Neuroinflammation, yes. right? It goes back to neuroinflammation. I love, we have more and more people at Stat Wellness that are patients going through getting their breast augmentation out due to this, this exact reason. I, I probably did at one point, but again, <laughs> I don't like, my mind is like the future, but I think we had to have talked about this at some point, but I think that's great to like talk about it. And it's not that everybody needs to do that, but nope. there are people nope. that feel so much better and it's the individualized approach and evaluating it. And I, do you use reverse osmosis? Is that what you have at your house? I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and hydrogen water and yes. Yeah. Because yeah. that, my dream right now, we don't have my whole house reverse osmosis. We have filters, but not for every shower, which is what I want so bad. You and me need to talk. I know. I need this because the, yes, we're looking at building a house and then making that house for sure reverse osmosis and doing everything. I'm having a hard time convincing my Cameron, my Cameron, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> Cameron, I'm having a hard time convincing my husband, husband if you who listen is to this, Cameron. You are now like being like talked about one of your children. I know. I feel like I just like talked about him like he was a dog. Like my Cameron, you guys all know Cameron's a very strong, amazing man. Uh, my husband, he is like, let's wait and put all of this money into the future house. So, you know, looking at that, but I'm so passionate about the toxic load. And we talk about that a lot at Stat. And that's this whole thing, right? Little by little, little becomes a lot. And where is maybe some of your imbalances? Maybe it is toxic load. Maybe it is not moving your body. Maybe it's not hydrating. Maybe it is you're outside your stress, your stress threshold. Maybe it's your sleep. Like I would say right now, every one of our listeners, their like areas that they need to balance are probably incredibly different, right? And as, and as the author of Start Balancing that originally wrote that first book, balance can also be a myth. Yes. Integration. And, and, and someone explained to me it like this. If you have all these plates, right? You have, they're spinning. Their health, your relationship, your self-care, your career, like what you want to do, they're spinning. You have to learn how to spin all of them. It's going to be different for all of us. But the second that you one stops spinning, you're not touching that, what's going to happen? It's going to fall and it's going to break. And it's going to shatter. Yes. And you have to figure out how to, like we are all on different journeys, different lives. So we're set up with different people, different circumstances. You have to figure out how to spin your plates. And the one thing that I want people to know and realize is anybody that you think is spinning their plates perfectly, no, they're just, and maybe they're on a different journey that maybe they do have more systems and organization and little things that you can learn. Like I think social media can be a great thing if you use it for impact. Like my goal with social media, with the stuff that I teach, teaching people how to do a financial calculated, teaching people how to push and how to make these different decisions. Like I want to empower, and I say women, but it's women and men to make calculated decisions towards financial freedom, using systems and knowing how to do their numbers. That's my heart and my goal and my purpose. So I think social media can be a great platform for that. But if you're like following a bunch of other stuff and it's digesting it and it not a productive way and it's not putting boundaries, it's that key, right? We have to learn what plates we need to balance. We have to learn and know that I'm saying this, as you can fully hear, I'm on this journey as well. Yes. It's a never-ending journey that I honestly think it doesn't matter. Um, I'm in my mid-30s. It doesn't matter what age I am. It will be, and it's different for everyone. Well, and I think every season is different. Like I look at seasons of life where exercise was more of like my foundation, right? It was an hour, five, six days a week. I have seasons of life where my priority was in my sleep and my sleep hygiene. You know, I think that is part of it. Exactly what you're saying, how you can't balance everything perfectly, but you can figure out what's going to keep you feeling the most balanced. I think of balance as an internal feeling. It's a being able to simultaneously move from a parasympathetic to a sympathetic. So if you get into fight or flight, 
Are you able to get yourself back into a rest and digest? Can you seamlessly move between these? And that balance is what's going to keep your nervous system. We're like getting really passionate about the nervous system at stat right now um, because you could argue most imbalances are driven from our nervous system. So, but balance is a subjective, individualized definition. Uh, Someone I was talking to, they use the word integration. And I just like love that because Mm -hmm. if you look at like for me, work-life, nobody would ever look at my life and say that it's balanced between my work and my personal life. Like I'm always working more. Like that imbalance exists and it has my entire career. I can't think of a time unless I was working maybe like a 20, this has never happened, but like you're never going to have equal scale on that. So like, how are you integrating this into a life you love and how gives you freedom that the life that you want to live? Yes. I mean, that's, that's the kind of the key is yes. People might look at even, I mean, I, I kind of took a break in 2023. Um, just because honestly for three, almost four years, I was so imbalanced. It's not even funny. Yes. I wasn't even really allowing relationships in my life because I was so worried about money and finances and making it on my own and whatever. I was kind of in this fight or flight. I didn't even see it at the time. Um, but I, I don't know. And I honestly, I feel like because I have, my journey is what it is. I can almost like sense and I'm an empath. I can almost sense being in the room with other people where they're at. Yes. If that sounds like, I know that might sound weird. No. Um, but it's like, I, I'm so hyper aware now of my nervous system. I can now feel like feel other people's. I don't know if that's weird, but we talked about that also because in healthcare, if I, I can like physically feel a sore throat or a headache or those emotions from patients, I think empathy and energy, there's a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. in that. And this even goes even deeper into like, who are you, who's in your circle? Right. Like, how does that? My circle's gotten smaller and I am all for it. Yes. Yes. Well, time is limited, yeah. right? Time is a limited thing in our life. And what is in that bucket and what do we have the availability for? And I've had to get comfortable with saying no. And I think that's a hard thing. There is one like other big thing I wanted to get your opinion on, because if you guys follow Christy, um, all of her stuff is gorgeous. Like we're sitting in this, what do you call this? Is this a... <laughs> even know what you call it. <laughs> I built a structure at my lake home uh, that basically has a warehouse, office, guest bedroom suite. Uh, I, I don't know. We co- we got to come up with a name for it. I don't know. But I love <laughs> it. And uh, we saw some of, I saw some of our other properties this morning and everything, the design is beautiful. The feel is beautiful. And so one thing I'm interested in your take is I really feel like our environment impacts our mental health greatly. Oh, and 100%. It, that can be very different, right? But like I know right now my most imbalanced area is like my home environment because I have a three-year-old and a two-year-old. And I used to hyper-focus on how clean my house was, how organized my house was because work was crazy, right? So work was crazy all over the place, but my home, I knew where everything was. It was clean. Was it was fun. organized. Well, now it's both, honestly. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just kind of chaos everywhere. And I've learned to find peace in that chaos, um, which has worked really well. Like I figure out a way to manage it, but I look forward to that day where maybe I don't have a three or two-year-old, or maybe I need to figure out a better system. I don't have anybody, I don't have a cleaner, an organizer, like we do it. And so we let go of a lot. Like we were like, we're not going to clean up every night before we go to bed because they just do the same thing the next day. So we've like chose to find comfort in the chaos But I'm interested in like some of your tips and tricks, if you have any, on keeping an environment calm because your environments are pretty, they are calm, they are organized. 
you are here when no one else is here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Whoa. Let me first say that. Um, I am very much so... I'm this person that like I make decisions with calculations, but it's also with my heart. Like, honestly, I would be very in a very different perspective. And I say this, but I would be in a very different if I could make decisions so cut and dry and just like, like, I don't know, um, not necessarily with my heart. I, I believe in people. I love authenticity. Um, I want people to, I want things to feel the right way. Maybe when you said you're okay with an A minus, I am the chick that I got to have an A plus. <laughs> like that's what kills me because I want it things to be perfect. I want them to be done all the way and it's like if I'm going to do something you're going to get 110 of it with me. And so when I pour myself, when I pour my energy into something, it's all the way. And I've had to learn I can't pour myself into all these different things uh, cuz I am not I'm not endless. Well, you don't have a millionth percent, right? Like we no, don't nobody does. No. I sold a residential development that, um, you know, people ask me all the time. I sold a residential development that honestly, like I loved it. I, every, anything I've done, like the cabins that I've built, the Airbnbs that I've built, the residential development of the 40 acre tracks and all that. Anytime I've sold something, I've had to go through a grief process because I have not necessarily wanted to sell, but I knew it was the right time to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when you get attached to things, uh, you you treat things in a different way. So for me, like the beautiful spaces, uh, like I don't want anyone to think that there's not chaos behind the scenes because there is. And I feel like I've done of, I don't share as much anymore, but I've done a good job in the past showing all that chaos. Um, you know, my home, I've got, you know, two dogs, I've got three boys, like it's, it's loud. Like people can come in my home, like when everybody's home, they're like, someone that's not used to that can be overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even hear anything. What? You know? Are you like, do you put things in drawers? Do you put things in boxes? Do you use little now, dividers? Are you? I'm totally that person. Yes. I like things to be in the way. I do have someone to help me clean the house. Um, I grew up, my dad was a stonemason. So blue collar worker, you know, ran his own business. My mom cleaned houses at age six. I was like going with my mom to clean houses. I was the girl that went into offices and grabbed the trash out and I would go behind and vacuum. And then like, so I grew up and like, that's the one thing that I love a clean home. I love a clean environment, but I've had to learn to let go of some things because chasing perfection, you lose out in the moment and you get stressed. And so I'm still learning that. Um, But yes, I believe the less clutter, the more organized that you are, Um, I actually teach that from a financial perspective and from a digital organization perspective, because the more organized you are, the less clutter you have, the more that you can think bigger and you can react and you can save time. When you and I share contact and I was like, all you gotta do is share like, (laughs) and I'm I'm, I'm not calling you out on a little thing. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. She shared her contact information saved in her phone that had her address, her email, her phone number, all this information. And she was like, can you just share your contact with me? You're like, hold on a minute. Let me like put that together. I was like, okay. I'm gonna run to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> but it's filled out this contact. But it's those little things, right? Like, in an, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. When someone says, "Can you do this? Like, can you get this? Like, I, you know, have my folders set up, and inside that, I have a resource folder. And in the resources, it's got the logos, it's got the branding palette, 
all the subsections of all the businesses are there so that I'm not spending time looking for things. Um, cause I think that's a lot of times what we do. Yes. We get overwhelmed. Um, so if you're listening to this, you're like, I need to clean this up or, you know, I need my emails. I have so many in there. Like what, like take it, take some time, literally start allocating a list of what can I get organized? What can I clean out some clutter? And it's a constant process. That's what I was going to ask you if you have like a day of the week that you spend a couple hours and kind of tidy things up, or are you just, have you gotten better with systems over time that it, you just seamlessly put things in the right spots as you're doing them? Yes, both actually. Okay. Both. Like, so for, for financial, every other Friday is quote unquote payday. That is when I tidy up, look at finances, look at performas, um, you know, make sure all bills are paid, all that kind of thing. Uh, cleaner comes every other Tuesday. So like, Honestly, part of the cleaner coming is also my accountability to like get other things done and organized. It's like, you got to clean up for the cleaner to come. If that that makes any sense. No, it does. But it makes myself hold me accountable. Yes. And then I have rolling lists. Like, (laughs) would you believe it? I have rolling lists. But I have rolling lists and some of them are even digital. I talk about this. Like I'm a very like digital tech savvy things can make my life easier. What can I automate? What can I delegate? What can I put systems in place to make my life easier so that I'm not, you know, spending all this time. But I have these lists and then I allocate them writing it because all these lists would be overwhelming if I just consumed myself. So you went to the commercial property, the farmhouse. That farmhouse has a rolling like action step of to-do list that it needs to be done. The barn in the back, that project has a rolling action to-do list. And that's in a um, a digital way, right? So I can share with teams or other people that I'm working with. If I put that in front of me every single day, I would be like, oh, what do I, where do, what, what, where do I do? Like, there's so many different things because I could literally talk about this and that project and this little thing. So I have found for me having these rolling list of accountability and check-in points help me, but then the planner is just in front of me every single day so that I don't get paralyzed and I'm not perfect. Like, I, you know, people are like, you use your planner every single day. No, like, but the days that I do use it, the nights that I literally go to bed knowing how I'm going to move and write, get those things out of my brain so I can sleep better, the nights that, the days that I feel more aligned, I am getting the sleep, I am getting the water I'm doing, I get more done. Mm-hmm. So we are going to have good days and we're going to have bad days. I don't care who you are. But the days that I align myself to be more successful, to set myself up with knowing the patterns that I need and all of these different things to not be overstimulated, I have more good days than bad days. I see more progression. I would not be where I'm at seeing all what you saw if all those things were not like checkpoints. Um, but again, let me hear you hear me say this. None of it's been done with perfection. Yes. It's yes. been done with seasons of not wanting to do it. Right. Well, I feel like the one thing that Because I feel like my life is, like I talk a lot about just like, I just have to be at peace with the chaos. Things are not where I want it to be. But right now, it's my life. And this is the season of life I'm in. And I'm okay with it. Uh, But what I have done, the only thing that I feel like I've done consistently that has been really helpful is I look at my week on Sunday. Like I pull up my agenda and I look at Sunday, like what's going on? Who do I need to make sure that I'm reaching out to? Have I sent this email? And that one little check-in I feel like, and it's not an everyday thing, but that like Sunday check-in has just like helped me wrap my mind around the week. And it was a very small change that I made like maybe three, six months ago. And I'm like, that little thing made See, such a difference. And that's an automatic that I do. So you yeah. were saying some of these things, like that's an automatic. Yes. Yeah. Sunday is an automatic. What am I doing this week? Where am I moving? What sports, what kids? And then all that backs into what food, how am I going to eat? 
right? I feel like we need to do a whole nother podcast where I come and learn about how you like single mom it with three schedules and a business. Like we haven't even been, we're not even gonna be able to get into that today, but like, that's going to be part two is like single momming it with three kids and sports and businesses. Like you have, we haven't even tapped into that layer. We haven't even tapped into that layer, but we also realized <laughs> like, I feel amazing. like there's a whole other layer, right? Of the, the masculine feminine energy that I've had to be both. Yes. And for the people that have to be both, it's tiring and it is hard. And it's like putting those systems and putting those. So anybody that's listening to this, that is a single mom, I don't know if you have any dads listening, any single dads, um, like kudos. Yes. Um, because it is a whole level of balance and it's a whole level of different things that it, it's tiring and it's not easy and it's hard. And it's I, actually, I respect different things. Like I was, I had the ability to do different things, even though I wasn't supported, I had ability to do different things because of other things was in place. If that makes sense. I have another level of appreciation. Mm -hmm. And I also have someone that's like, I feel like I've always been a more masculine feminine. I've always been the girl that like wants to be at the top. I want to be top of my class. I want to be the leader. I want to be the, which is like more of a masculine thing. I want to make sure everybody's taken care of. I want to like, but I also find myself like gravitating. I gravitate towards men that yes. are that same thing. Yes. Um, so it's just interesting being aware of that. I'm going to make this like a 30 second story. But when I first opened stat within the first year, a girl asked if she could read my tarot cards and do you know tarot cards? Okay. So she, she reads my tarot cards and she's like, I feel all this masculine energy and someone at home very upset. And I was like, at home upset. <laughs> so I, I called my husband immediately and I was like, do you think there's too much masculine energy at home? Is there too much like female dominance? Like, and my husband is like, Kristen, you are absolutely crazy. I do not feel that way at all. If I felt that way, I would just tell you that. Like, please don't let this tarot card. Like it was, so I feel that like, masculine, feminine energy pool. And I have a really, really good friend that's a single mom too. And she was telling me that um, her her best advice is always to remember that like you can't do it all. And she's financially put money into systems, right? Like the nanny to help with pickup and drop off and the meal delivery services. And she just said that, you know, she's in a very fortunate state where she can spend the money on those things. But she was like, as a single parent, like that is a non-negotiable because you don't have that other person to help with a drop-off and a pickup, right? Like I, so I just, I, I, it takes a village. But it's also different seasons. Like what you were saying about your kids young, just know that that's a season. Like I feel like I would give anything for my kid to be two and four and to crawl up in my lap and yes. get, you know what I'm saying? Like, so just know that that's a season. Now my level of busy is different. It's commitments, it's sports. Like my kids are a little bit older. Um, so... Yeah. I mean, I, again, like all of our lives are different. So if you're listening to this, like I don't get out, get out of the comparison thing. What can you do? I love the Sunday check-in. That's a whole thing that yes, I try to check in every Sunday to set myself up. Like if you're not setting yourself up for success, what's going to happen? You're not right. going to succeed. If you're not co going into, we talked about this a little bit, but like, I'm someone that like, I like to have a calculated plan before I exit on something. I like to have an A, B and a C. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's been the things that I just know intuitively that's right. And I jump off the, like jump off the mountain, right. And figure out the parachute on the way down. There's also that mix of knowing when you're meant to do something. And I feel like if there, if there's something that you're burning and you know, you're meant to act on, like you intuitively know that you'll figure it out. Yes. So my life and my journey and all the different companies that I've had exited, owned, even still own, um, it's been that mix of both of those two things. It's been very calculated decisions, knowing exactly what I'm going to do, and, but mixing it in with that intuition, but then also not having any really idea 
and being like, I know I'm meant to do it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and you figure it out along yes. the way. Um, and sometimes it's been those right people in my life that's been like, yes, you can. Yes, you like, you know, you said your husband, when you first started it, your husband was like, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Just go. Like this is Yes, he was against. We've talked we did an episode together on the little buy about how he was against stat wellness and now working at stat. Like, you know, our opinions, our thoughts. Everything we can change, change. We grow. Yep. We change and we grow. And um, I really appreciate you being on here. Is there any kind of final remarks you want to leave our listeners with as it relates to organization, finding, you know, peace in the chaos, kind of, you know, doing it all, but also knowing you can't do it all at the same time? Any final remarks that you have? I guess the biggest piece of advice that I would give if you're feeling overwhelmed, which I feel like is all of us these days, write out what's overwhelming you and then take that list and divide it into two different things. What can you control and what can you not control? If the food is overwhelming you, if money is overwhelming you, like these are things you can control. If your health is overwhelming, you can actually take control of that. Um, So divide out things, what you can control and what you can't. In that list of what you can control, you need to learn to like let go of the can't control, which is something that I also have a hard time doing. But what you can control... Who can you ask help from? Who can you put accountability in place? Who can you just like share or trade with a friend? It doesn't have to be a cost. Who can you, how can you automate something? How can you become, it's little by little, you make these little changes and that's where you start seeing progression towards the best version of yourself. Like at the end of my life, I just want to know that I've made an impact, um, that I've, I've made a difference, and I provided a life of, that I'm so proud that I look back on for freedom and that my kids are. That's kind of the legacy, right? And so for me, I constantly have to look at those lists. Like, we, we, we laugh because my schedule is not the normal schedule. Most of us go, like, majority of people go to corporate America, and they're told what to do. Like, I don't really have a blueprint. Yes. Which is kind of also can be overwhelming, but when you break that down on a molecule level, like none of us really have the little blueprint. So I think sometimes just writing things down, seeing them in a visionary way, and it doesn't even mean get my planner. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying get a f- piece of paper and a pen. It's the yeah. <laughs> easiest thing you can do. But you also should get her planner because it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's basically would be my big biggest piece of advice. I love that. So, I love that. Well, yep. thank you so much, Christy. This was wonderful. Thank you. I feel like we're going to be doing this again. Yes, we need to. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.